0: Welcome to the Top 10 Gardener with Master Gardener, Ken Lane. Gardening can be challenging, but with Ken's tips, tricks, and top 10 advice, you will reap huge rewards. Now welcome your garden host, Ken Lane.
1: And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener. Your host, Ken Lane, here every week talking about the landscapes of northern Arizona. And it's just like I'm getting my yard cleaned up. I'm trying to get get ahead of things. I really am focused on right now, the maples have finally dropped all their leaves. The aspens in my yard have finally dropped all their leaves. The birch have finally dropped all their leaves. Everything but the sycamores, they kind of hold on to their leaves forever. But I'm kind of trying to clean those, those leaves up because they mat on top of my creeping time lawn. On top of the flower beds, on top of, say, the rock rose, which is this native, beautiful kind of knee high shrub, and they kind of land on top of there and they, they suffocate things. If they stay on there very long, they'll start to compost and they actually can damage some of the leaves underneath their, whatever they're sitting on top of. And so I'm trying to be actively uh, uh, get those things out of there. Now, for me, I love leaves. Leaves in your yard are like, as a they compost, they're like they're like gold. They create the fastest compost you'll ever find. And so you can take those, and if you can shred them some, just by raking leaves, you'll tend to break them up so they'll compost better, faster, stronger. Uh, but if you could add those directly to a compost pile, and they'll break down by spring pretty quickly. For me, I like to actually add them to my compost pile, but I've got so many of them. That I've got, uh, I'll spread them out across the the flower beds. Like I'll rake them up, get them off my, let's say the lawn, and and I'll try to break them up, shred them up some, and then I put them around my roses, around my flower beds, around my, not on top of, but around. And as they compost, they work their way into the soil. It does two things for me. Uh, the worms really like organic matter. They like to have. Uh, that kind of lighter, not quite composted type of of foliage uh, on on top of the gardens. They'll be up there actually digesting that kind of stuff. They'll help you break it down faster. The mycorrhizal colonies, the fungi that that are beneficial for your gardens. They come in, they kind of go, ooh, all this new stuff. Let's take this and eat it. And so they're breaking it down for you over the winter. It insulates my soil. That's my number one reason. It keeps my soil from freezing and thawing. They call it heaving. So as your garden soils freeze, they're going to expand. So as water freezes, it expands. And then it thaws during the day. It shrinks. And so you get this freeze-thaw, freeze-thaw. And you'll get this light, airy, fluffy look on top of your garden soil. That is terrible. Terrible. For the roots of your plants. They, they really don't like that. It breaks up that top three, four inches of, of roots that were there. It just, it destroys them. And so the lower roots are fine. But if you put just a two, three inch layer of leaves or compost or shredded bark, some sort of insulative material, it keeps that ground from heaving, from freezing and thawing. It's a game changer in your gardens. So it's good for the worms. It's good for your Beneficial, it adds, breaks down, and and kind of adds to your garden soils. Then it keeps things from freezing, and so I, I really, I in fact, I'll, I'll go help neighbors. Hey, can I have those leaves? Can I have those? Uh, even pine needles. I'll go after pine needles. Sometimes, a few pine needles are good. Now the pine trees, the ponderosas, they're ridiculous this year. How many needles are shedding off? It was a good year for pine trees. They put on a lot of growth, which means as pine trees grow, they have more growth. That last year or the year before growth, usually it's a couple years old. It will shed, you know, the needles from three years ago because it's got so many new needles. And as that bark thickens and grows, as the as the branches elongate and they shade the needles from three years ago, uh, they tend to shed them. So pine needles just naturally shed needles almost all the time. Junipers will do that somewhat as well, but the the juniper needles are much smaller. So they're not quite as, you don't notice them as much. It doesn't create that matting effect that like, oh, I can't believe so many needles are here. But a ponderosa has those big five, six inch long needles. They get everywhere. And so again, don't let them get so matted on top of your holly trees, on top of your dogwoods on top of your other plants underneath those trees, underneath those pine trees. uh, They can actually suffocate. They can do damage to some of the gardens or plants underneath. And this is a defensive mechanism. This is how pine trees or or conifers, evergreens operate. They're wanting to bury everything underneath them. It's a protection thing. It makes sure nothing, no seed can come up where their roots are. So they're trying to, to just basically have so much material a, a seed wouldn't dare land and come up. Weeds would not dare come up underneath a juniper, a, a cypress, a cedar. They don't have enough light and they don't have, they can't get enough soil. So this is a natural occurrence. Interesting fact, junipers actually taint the soil underneath them. They actually add some toxics. Uh, uh, they, they taint the soil underneath in their root zone that where no other plants really can tolerate that except them. So plants are pretty smart. They don't want to share. This is my space. You grow over there. I'm going to grow over here and we'll all be happy together. But if you try to have your little little seedlings come over here, I'm going to suffocate them. It's a natural occurrence. Now you folks out in the true, like the forest, the pine forest, you've got some fire wise stuff. You A few needles are good. For your gardens, it keeps the roots from drying out. Keeps the trees from drying out, and you want moist trees, or they they become a fire danger. But you don't want so many needles that uh, that that they that, that the fire can just race across your yard and catch everything on fire during a wildfire uh, a problem. And so usually I'll, I'll tell folks rake up most of the needles, clean things up. It's good for your plants underneath, and. It reduces your 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 fuel load, is what they call it. Your your the amount of stuff that can burn. But keep some on there. Keep a good two, three inch layer underneath the roots, covering, protecting the roots of that pine tree because you it's it's unhealthy. They naturally want to protect themselves with some cover. Again, it keeps that soil from freezing, keeps the soil from drying out, keeps seedlings from coming in and 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 invading. Their root structures, it keeps that plant healthier if you can do that. So some needles are good. So again, I'm one of those. If I'm down in a neighborhood, someone's cleaning up their yard from all the pine trees, I'll go. Can I have those trash bags full of pine needles? Because I don't have enough. I need some more pine mulch. Actually, some parts of the country they sell pine bales of pine mulch because it's so good. It stays a little longer than leaves. Leaves break down very quickly, whereas pine needles break down very slowly. So, you really never, never till or turn in pine needles into your soils. It just, they break down so slowly, they're not going to do any real benefit for you. They almost do more detriment. And so, keep them as a top dressing, a two, three inch layer around the guards, around your roses, underneath your, 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 your trees, your, your lilacs. They will love that stuff. So, needles, the title of this segment is. Are are autumn leaves good or bad for your gardens in fall? And the answer is they're very good as long as you control them. Pine needles are very good as long as you control them. You don't have so many to start matting up and then uh, suffocating or damaging the plants underneath. The days are pretty short right now and plants are feeling it. And so if they're covered up with a few leaves for just a week or two, they're going, oh, my gosh, I can't. I just need some sunshine. I need to be out in the sun. I'm cold. I can't. I need. I need. I need a nice tan out here in the yard because the days aren't. And if the leaves are there, they can't get tanned enough, or get enough, or create enough photosynthesis to keep them healthy. So they get this yellow hue to them, and that once they get yellow, they kind of stay that way for the rest of winter until spring, till the days get longer, and then they come out of it and they green up and they're just fine. But Keep some of that stuff raked up. I think pretty much for over fall, autumn, next week is winter, official start. The winter solstice starts. It's the shortest day of the year. Plants are going to feel it. So help them by cleaning those leaves up and then reusing those and spreading them out in other parts of the garden where uh, even your birds, they're going to love to peck around through there, looking at it. It keeps them warm. They can find food sources because it's attracting the worms underneath that, that uh, layer of leaves. So. Yes, leaves and needles are good for your gardens, as long as they're in the right spot. Be right back with more information right after this.
0: Look, if your wife, mom, or dad wants an ugly sweater for Christmas, get them a sweater, not some piece of plastic. But if
1: someone you truly care about loves their garden, a gift card to Waters makes perfect sense.
0: Next spring, she can pick exactly what she was hoping.
1: We all know it's not the same as a huge flower basket or fragrant rose, but hey it's winter gardeners understand
0: waters online gift cards are found at top10plants.com or at waters garden center in prescott you're listening to garden master ken lane owner of waters garden center in prescott join his daily podcast for timely garden advice seasonally right for the gardens ken can be found throughout the week at waters garden center in prescott or through his website at top10gardener.com